It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And Jackie's with me right now because Angel's a little bit late. Hey, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> Jackie's not sitting in for Angel per se because Angel's running a little bit late. But we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com as we do every Tuesday night because Tuesdays is Twinsday. And we want to thank you for joining us as you do every week here on uh, TwinTalkCast.com. And... Um, I want to remind you that uh, uh, we have this show broadcast and podcast for you. If you miss a show, go to TwinTalkCast.com, click Previous Podcasts, and uh, check it out. You will get an array of, uh, of our previous shows at your disposal. Also, you can subscribe to them so that they will be downloaded to your device of choice. This week, we have a fantastic show. Let's get right to it. Just want to remind you, tonight's show is going to be awesome. Tonight... From uh, the CEO, wife, mother, author, cool chick, CEO of the grocery grocerygame.com. Yes, grocery as in shopping. Uh-huh. Terry Galt is going to be with us here tonight. She's going to be talking about how to save money. And it's not just about clipping coupons. People think that, oh, she's probably just a coupon queen. Well, <laughs> I would I would venture to say that that's like a, not the biggest thing she does. She actually will let us know how to save money at the grocery aisles. You know, um, she's got it. Saving up the dollars for the family. Just whatever it is. And uh, we thought it'd be great to have it right now because have her on right now because this week is Fourth uh, of July weekend and we are going to be shopping for barbecues and mm-hmm. beer and things like that. She's going to let us know where to get the best deal. What's the best way to shop? Nice. And Terry she, Galt. She's cool. Terry Galt. Awesome chick. Um, cool chick. Also tonight, I uh, will be dropping a Patriot Pass. That's an opportunity for me to just rant. The real purpose for me to rant during this Patriot Pass is because I believe that the First Amendment is what our right, our constitutional right, that needs to not be infringed as it has been as of late. And the best way, one of the best ways to keep it out there is to exercise it, whether it's politically correct or not. Also, Angel's got to chew. Excuse me, I'm swallowing my, my, my gum. I swallowed my gum. Um, I need a drink of water. Also, Angel will be dropping his chill lounge. And tonight, as we do every week on Tuesdays with uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, uh, straight out of Telemundo and NBC, Jackie Casas will be talking tonight, giving us a skinny on the news and dirty laundry. What will be going on tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, Jackie? Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, I have an update on last week's story about immigrant children crossing through our borders. Aye, aye, aye. We'll hear what Obama has to say about the issue. Also, a Southern California couple has been having a nanny nightmare times a million. Yeah. I'll go ahead and give you details on that story. And finally, Facebook members are ticked off at... Facebook. I'll tell you why. All that and more coming up on News and Dirty Laundry. <laughs> and that's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. Stay tuned for that. A 
possibly the meatiest part of the show because my brother and I just tend to disagree on everything. And when uh, Jackie brings us the news, as she keeps us up to date and abreast, if you will, (laughs) on the latest news, whether it's news, dirty or dirty laundry, it gives us an opportunity to chime in. And uh, I'll tell you what, my brother and I can't seem to agree on anything. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't Uh, even know if you guys can agree like on toilet paper. Like, I bet like you like charming, and he <laughs> likes Costco Brown or something like that. Like um, I, uh, I have lately been getting as long as it's two ply, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know, the single ply just doesn't do it for me. But uh-huh. lately, I've been doing it. And let me drop some props for this. I don't know if you've heard of the Shave Club for men. No. Okay, it's like a dollar for five razors per month. It's awesome. It's the best thing. And the razors are not cheap. Where do you get them from? Do- dollar Shave Club for men. Fantastic. You just sign up online. Go online, you subscribe to it, you pay a dollar a month. Uh huh. Boom, they come to you. And they send you five razors a month. A month. Is it the four blade or is it like two blade? It's a two blade, and I thought, oh, this might be cheap. No, they're actually quality. They actually work really well. Two razors? Two Two blades? uh, Two blades, yeah. And um, the fantastic thing about it is that they also offer what they call a shaving butter that you Uh could use as like shaving lotion. And and these wipes, they're called the One Wipe Charlies. Okay. They're meant to use on your tush when you wipe, and they're scented with a nice mint chamomile. Oh. So they feel good on your tush. Uh-huh. And uh, They're called nice. wipe, One Wipe Charlies. So talking about toilet paper, that's where this came up. For. And I'm a, I'm a believer. I mean, you should go online and check this out. I'm looking, and they're not even our sponsor, but um, it's called Dollar Shave Club for Men or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, the neat thing about it is that he's got a video. They got a video where the guy's talking about what they do and it's an irreverently hilarious video I just think it's kind of strange razors I get shaving butter I get but then one wipe Charlie's one of the biggest problems that men tend to have when it comes to wiping is it's like almost like peanut butter on a shad carpet you know because men tend to be hairy and so your regular toilet paper I can't believe we're talking about this. I don't even under, I don't know how we got into this. I you just, brought up toilet paper. <laughs> I just said you probably guys wouldn't agree on the kind of toilet paper you would you would use. <laughs> You'd be like, no, but Costco's so much better. And then Angel would be like, no, but Charmin has that song, cha cha cha, Charmin. You know, like that's in Spanish, isn't it? I thought it was in English. Oh, I don't too. know. Maybe not. <laughs> Anyway, let's not talk about that. But anyways, One Wipe Charlie's awesome since you talked about toilet paper. So I got the two-ply, and I actually try to get the most green version of the toilet paper you can. By There's e- green versions? Easily bi- biodegradable. Not the color green, but sustainable. And um, and um, and the One Wipe Charlie's. Boom. Done. Right in, I'm out. Right on, Charlie's. As much as I like to read, I don't sit in the toilet, take care of, uh, read while I take care of business. I take care of business, I'm in, I'm out. Anyways, I don't think people want to hear about my bowel movement. But you brought it up, Jackie. Well, sorry, I just, I, I didn't know you were going to go in that direction. Oh, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know. Sorry, guys, I apologize. Anyway, so th- thank you for listening. We want to remind you that you can give us, you can uh, chime in on Facebook. Go on our Facebook wall and you can... Um, Throughout the show, uh, our wall is called Twin Talk Show. You can make comments, um, ask questions, or whatever you want to do regarding, uh, you can comment regarding whatever we're talking about, and we actually read those comments and respond. Um, Also, if you want to tweet us at Twin Talk Show or Instagram at Twin Talk Show, uh, it's a good way to get a hold of us, but check it out. Um, 
Another thing is I want to let everyone know that you get, we do it the old-fashioned way. You guys can give us a call at 626-275-TWIN. That's 626-275-8946 if you want to comment or question or anything throughout the show. I know that Jackie has a lot of fans, and uh, a lot of times you guys are chiming in on Facebook. Hey, why not give her a call? I'm giving you her number. Here's Jackie's number. <laughs> let me find it real quick. Here it is. Jackie. It's 626 626- here it is. Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. And Jackie Casas. Dial 626-275-8946. And you can talk to her. All right. Give her a call. 626-275-8946. That's 626-275-TWIN. For those of you who like spelling it. Spelling it out. Anyway, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Angel is about 15 minutes away. He just texted me. He's stuck in traffic. But he will be here in Theo Luis's garage. I want to remind you that last week's show was awesome. Was awesome. So great. It was. You can always go and check out our archive podcast. And if you know, if you happen to miss it, you're watching La Novela or something and something maybe caught your eye. Well, don't worry. You can go ahead and check us out and listen. And then we always post our photos to the conversations, uh, the news and during laundry segments that we have that are archived. Um, and go ahead and comment, and we can always we always love to read your comments on our Facebook photos. And uh, you can do that again on TwinTalkCast.com. Last week's show was awesome. Last week we had Tess, the Blender Girl. Yes, uh, she's awesome. Uh, actor, uh, writer, voiceover artist of War Gear Three or something like that. Gears of War Three, and uh, also uh, she just wrote a book on blending and juicing. And she was here talking about the um, advantages and uh, of juicing and talking about her book. Check her out. Check out our our podcast on TwinTalkCast.com and go to TheBlenderGirl.com. She's, right now she's in, uh, on her way to Australia. Little did we know she's our neighbor. She actually lives very close. Yeah. It was interesting. She yeah. lives close by. So, um, but she's from Australia. I might, we have a lot of friends in Australia, don't we? Yes. Isn't it a trip that... Our most second random <laughs> our second the uh, most the the largest second largest listenership comes out of Australia. the country of Australia. Nice. It's awesome. I like it. I, I like it too. We should do a podcast out of there. <laughs> I know, someday. I'm waiting for an excuse to do it and come up with the money and then we can write it off. <laughs> you know, cuz and then get to Australia to do that. Right? Radio. We have no, that's, so many friends over there in Australia. It's awesome. <laughs> Anyway, shout out to Australia. Uh, uh, shout out to Australia. Our friends from Australia, thank you so much for listening. Um, oh, I also want to let you guys know that um, a lot of things happening on um, on um, on Antiolis's garage. Our website is being revamped, and very soon there'll be some amazing things coming out of our website. We want to make you guys uh, know that we are branching out with uh, video and uh, blogs and things like that, and. Uh, so make sure to stay tuned to that. And tell a friend. We want you guys to let our your friends know that we we exist. Don't worry. We won't make you look bad. We promise. Well, <laughs> I promise. Anyway, how was your week, Jackie? It's been good. It's been good. I've um been a little uh, overtaken by the World Cup ah. deal. It's kind of become my life recently uh-huh. uh, from work and personal. Work as obviously we have to cover it. We are you a bandwagoner, wagoner, or were you already a fan of football? Uh, football? No, I. I'm. It's not that I'm like 
into it. It's just there's a lot of hot guys that play. <laughs> so I'm interested. It's like Christmas every day. You wake up in the morning, you turn on your TV, and it's like beautiful men just running around, sweating. And you're, if you're lucky, they have a white uniform, and they sweat through their uniform, and you can see things. See, you see? That's why we like the wet T-shirts. Yeah. You can see things through their shorts, <laughs> and it's awesome, and they're running, and you just kind of... I mean, the game is lengthy. It can be. When it gets into overtime and penalty kicks, kicks it's easily three hours, Yeah. but when you're staring at cute guys... In their shorts, <laughs> you know what time flies. Did you watch the the uh, USA against Belgium game? I did. I did see it. And personally, I have a I have a, a boyfriend who's super hardcore into soccer, and he's in love with it. So I'm kind of like obligated to be into it and know <laughs> it. Although I still get lost. But I've never. I'm not. It's not that I'm not into soccer. It's just not something I necessarily go, get into. But. Since there's every day and there's cute guys, <laughs> it's okay with me. <laughs> I actually uh, sat and watched the... I I've would, seen a few. So uh, far, my favorite was the Brazil versus Chile one. That was a very good game. Well, I've, I've kept up on all the games, not necessarily by watching them. Uh-huh. Just keeping up, reading what's, you know, what happened, uh, what were the outcomes of the game. So it does sound like it's been an ex- exciting Amazingly exciting uh, World Cup uh, um, World Cup this year. Um, I watched the USA Belgium game today. Uh-huh. I took an extended lunch break today. Oh, I see. And I watched it, and it was kind of edge of your seat. Yeah, it was. It was an interesting game. It's uh, you know, of course, I was supporting it because I wanted the US to go through. Unfortunately, sure. they didn't. Uh, the problem but with the- them today is that they they were their passing was horrible. They they couldn't pass the ball well. Uh, the passes were horrible, and uh, they and Belgium was. You got to hand it to the U.S. goalie. My God, Amazing. I think he blocked like fifty, it, it, forty, or fifty. It was goals, like the attempts. record or something like that since 1966, most blocked. He was amazing. <laughs> if it wasn't well, for him, the game would have been over early on. Yeah, and they didn't have. It, there wasn't a score, a goal until the uh, until they went into extra time. Yeah, in Golding which case, Howard. yeah, in case in which case it happened pretty quickly, and then. And then we came back. Just Justin Green, I think, the youngest player yes. to play the World Cup uh, with the USA, scored a goal uh, uh, in the first minute of the of the second extra time. Yeah. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough. I know. It's so sad. I really like this World Cup uh, just because I like how many underdogs have made it through. Like all of these big top dog teams, like England, Spain, they were out the door pretty early. And I like I like to go for the underdog. I'm not. I like sports, but I'm not super hardcore with like particular teams. But I like to always root for the underdog team. So Costa Rica, Chile, Colombia, which are not your typical like you know, in comparison to Spain, it it, it it's they're they're totally kicking ass. Costa well, Rica, Colombia, they, they've all they've all made it through to the quarterfinals. And yeah, it's exciting. That's what that's that's what I've been reading. That a lot of these underdog teams have been doing well. Yeah. The, the U.S. and Mexico, both, for instance, have been have impressed the European teams. Yeah, um, they, and they Mexico, I, I semi followed, uh, but it, they were such a debacle going up to the World Cup with them even making it was just right. like 
Oh my God, literally by the skins of our teeth that we made it to actually be able to play in the World Cup. It's such, it was such a huge mess with their coach and they got fired and oh gosh, it was just been a, such a mess. And now they're in the World Cup and their coach, um, which I don't even know what his real name is, I forgot because it goes by Piojo. Which is right. like uh, lice, flea, flea. <laughs> yeah. in 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 English. Uh-huh. Um, he's the most popular coach on social media. He's got all these like gifts and memes about him because he's so emotional right. um, down on the field, and it's hilarious. It's been hilarious to follow this World Cup. I got to tell you though, the Mexicans take it way too serious. So I mean, oh, I was very I was watch- hardcore. I was watching the newscasts the day after on mm-hmm. the Spanish channels, and they look like. It's like Mother Teresa died. Well, the there was some morose. I mean, it was very. That was a very controversial game about the ref, right? Uh, not calling penalties with the one uh, Netherlands, uh, the dude Robin, who apparently right. even totally admitted saying that he was diving. Uh, yeah. Uh, f- falsely, he was diving, and that the ref wasn't uh, wasn't calling him out on it. So he's like, I kept on doing it. Sorry. Yeah. And there was controversy as well because one of the. Um, Airlines um, posted a photo on their Twitter feed saying "Adios, amigos." It was a Netherlands airline. <laughs> oh, no. I can't remember what it's called. Ned something, and um, and they posted a photo where it was like a departures from an airport, and oh, right no. next to it had a guy with a sombrero and a mustache. Oh no! So kind of <laughs> re- referencing to the Mexicans going home. So that's there was, terrible, and they and it was such controversy because one of the huge, one of the most famous actors out of Mexico, uh, Gael um, Garcia, um, posted it on Twitter, and he went on a very vicious rant about how he was never going to fly their airlines ever, ever again. I thought he was Spanish. He's he's Mexican. Mexican, yeah, he's Mexican. Yeah, yeah he's uh, with Amores Perros and right, and, right. Um, Gael Bernal Garcia. Um, so then all these people on Twitter were like, F you, whatever airline, I can't remember what it was called, but it was said adios amigos. And then they publicly said like, oh, it's meant to be a joke. Sorry, guys. Uh. They got to take it easy. They're taking it way too serious. I'm telling you. I mean, I it love was, sports. It was like Mother Teresa died. I love sports yeah. and everything. Men, um, fully grown men were crying over but it. women... Women, the, Women. The, the, the sportscasters and anchors on the Spanish they were like shows. dumbfounded. Like, and after after the after yeah. the actual game, the commentators right. from uh, Univision were literally like dumbfounded. Yeah. They just couldn't believe it because it happened so fast, all the way at the end, and they were totally rooting for Mexico. And anyway, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose, and my brother Angel just walked in, and I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. Look for um, TwinTalkCast Radio. I'm late, eh, but I'm here. Thanks, Jackie, for filling in there. You're welcome. I was good to I see you. I had to talk about soccer. Thanks, Angel. Yeah? Well, well, since we're talking about soccer, let's give a shout-out to USA. You're, you're you're out of the game now, eh? But good run you had there, USA. And también to Mexico, eh? That was a bad call, eh? No fue penal. No fue penal. Did you see that video? Yeah. The shout-outs are brought to you <laughs> by... Guy. Aladdin's Jr. the second at Pomona. I'll give you more information on that. But first, I want to give a shout out to my buddy right now, my and coworker Andrew Meaves. I was late; he had an accident at work. Oh, I'm 
so sorry. Hopefully it's, uh, well, actually it's not that serious, but he busted his middle finger. Ow. Uh, so he won't be able to pick his nose or flip anybody out for a while. So Andrew, the middle finger meaves, eh? Hang in there, buddy. I also want to give a shout out to uh, the drive through chick that gave me that uh, extra caramel and cheese um, chicharron from the taco place. Thank you for that. I forgot your name. And uh, shout out to my wife, baby. I love you, Pinchy. I know you're not listening because the computer is messed up. And <laughs> hey, laptops are pretty cheap, bro. Go I, put it on a card. I might as well. Yeah. Um, you but can write it off, Angel. Yeah, yeah. Twin talk. I can write it off. I'll write it on too, eh? <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's uh, that's my shout outs. You got any shout outs there? I want to give a shout out to Danga Gold who lost a tooth. Sorry, brother. I hope the surgery goes well tomorrow. Also want to give a shout out to uh, my sons who are amazing young little boys who took a nice little road trip with me and my my father, their grandfather. Oh, no, I remember. I they're, saw the pictures. They're great little road travelers, very well behaved and just enjoy and appreciate things. Shout out to our friends uh, from Michigan that we met out there at the Grand Canyon. Also want to give a shout out to Sarah Fruman. Welcome back to the States. How was Croatia? Were they going crazy for the World Cup? Did you get drunk? Hey, did you toast for me? Anyway, shout out to you. Welcome back. Hope all is well. And I uh, hope to hear from you soon. See you real soon, babe. Okay, so your shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Jr., the second uh, Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. They are in downtown Pomona in the Arts District, 2nd Street in the Arts District, that is. Uh, pretty cool spot. Good beer, good food, good entertainment on the weekends. Tell them we sent you the twins. All right, we'll be right back with news and dirty laundry. Remember, from grocery, thegrocerygame.com tonight with uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we have Terry Galt, cool chick. Awesome, uh, you know, like tips on buying, uh, you know, your, not only your shopping goods, but your barbecue goods for the 4th of July. I got to tell my homie from work who just busted the tip from his finger, eh? Listen in, eh? We got some good tips for shopping. It might fit. Anyway, wife, CEO, mother... And blogger of the grocery game.com, Terry Galt, will be with us tonight. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
This is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we do also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. <laughs> Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. And indeed, we're doing it out of the garage with nice weather and shit, eh? The door is wide open. Jackie is is... Getting the breeze from coming outside, the breeze that's coming in from outside, eh? All right. Or did you did you fart? Or was that we want to remind you, Angel, <laughs> dude? You have to go there with Jackie all the time. It's not proper, dude. She's a lady, dude. Oh, anyway, so tonight, to talk did about. Did you let wind? <laughs> talk about ladies tonight with us tonight from uh, uh, the CEO of the Grocery Game dot com. Terry Galt's going to be with us tonight. She's going to let us know. <laughs> She's here to let us know all the tips on shopping, how to save money on shopping. You know, I met her last week, and I met. I was talking to her husband. Uh-huh. Uh, her husband's a great guy. Um, I said, "Hey, how'd you guys? How'd she get started? Uh, what does that sound? It's the ghetto bird, eh?" Anyway, I asked her, "How'd you? How'd your wife get started on this?" And he's like, "He's like, well, I, I used to be a stuntman." I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's it. Cool points." Hey, hey he I was, don't think. I don't think. He used to be a stuntman. Yeah, he used to be a stuntman, and um, and so we were talking. He goes, "Yeah, he did a stuntman for years." Did he was on Chips forever, dude? Nuh-uh. Yeah, he was on Chips. Oh, so, dude. So anyway, we um, he told me that after he, when he got older, and that you know stuntmen uh, don't get called often when they're older. Um, <laughs> he um, he said that his wife they were needing money, and his wife was like. The, uh, cooking for him and his family on $47 a week. Uh-huh. And he says, and it was like steak and stuff, Jose. And I'm like, wow, that's cool. And so, um, 40, that, yeah, that's how they got started. Like uh-huh. she just knew how to work it. Uh-huh. So I invited her here because it's, it's 4th of July uh-huh. weekend. Everyone's going to go to the stores to buy their goods, their, 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 their barbecue, the corn of the cob, the chips, the beer. That, well, why don't you come by and, and tell our listeners what's a good way to save money? And these are tips you could take every day of the year, not just on your, you know, on the summer, on the what you call it, on the Fourth of July. Hey, and check it out. There's a lot of our listeners that actually um, they already know about her website. That actually are excited that uh, she's on our show. So shout out to you, uh, Crystal uh, Jonesy, and. Uh, uh, there was a, another one. I don't remember who it was. Anyway, so... I'm a lot of our listeners, because we only have five listeners, so that's three out of five. Anyway, she's going to be with <laughs> us tonight. Um, right it, on, eh? Good catch, yeah. eh? Yeah. You're pretty good when you want to try. <laughs> I, I'm always trying, dude. It's always... It's a hit and miss. <laughs> it, you know, greatness is greatness, but it's hard to be up there all the time and be great. Talk about great. Uh-huh. When you hear this guttural beat... That grabs you on from down low and goes, Aye. Uh, uh, It's uh, time uh, 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 for the girl with the skinny uh, uh, on the news. The girl with all the current uh, 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 events. The girl with the news and dirty laundry coming from Telemundo and NBC. Wearing the pink headphones and looking as beautiful as always. Letting win. Multimedia journalist <laughs> and friend of ours, Jackie Casas. Shoo! 
Hey, Hi Jackie. Guys. <laughs> Welcome Hi, back. Jackie. I was laughing because I actually had, was just reading a story of a dog that was adopted and was returned because apparently he farted too much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it was it's really sad. It's really sad because he was taken back to the shelter, so they were going to put him down. But this, like, animal rescue group was able to go in and rescue him. And so he's fine now. He's with a, a, with a home, but it just said in his little, like, uh, sign to adopt him. He's just, he likes to toot a little. <laughs> <laughs> so what do they call that condition? Flatulitis? Uh, there you go. Canine flatulitis. <laughs> Fartitis? He's such a cute puppy. Poor little thing. No, but they returned him. Now, Charlie, dude, the dog farts are the worst. They, I got two dogs. They, the smallest one is a Chihuahua. Her name is Girl. Uh-huh. Oh, man, she lets him go, and she don't care. Uh, she doesn't care. It's I love We're talking about flatulence. Pieces. We're talking about flatulence. My other dog. We were talking about your pooping. Well, you brought it up, but you keep I bringing things up. I brought a toilet paper. You, and he brings up flatulence. There you go. My other dog, you Lenny. Guys, I tell he's you. shy. He's a gentleman. You guys corrupt me. He's such a cute little dog. He's a cross between a Chihuahua and a Crocker Spaniel. So I call It's him Cocker a, Spaniel. So I call him Not a Crocker. Ch- there's well, no like one. that bank, Crocker's Bank. No, it's Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> While we're talking farts, you're bringing out the cocks. Anyway, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I call him I'm a sorry, Chicano. Folks. He's a Chicano dog because he's got some Spaniard and some Mexican. You know, the oh, Chicano okay. and the yeah. Cocker Spaniel. There you go. Oh, hey, we got to move on. We're move, running out of time. But I do want to say, I forgot to say. A sh- Anyways, a sh- he farts, but he leaves the room before he farts. I forgot to give a shout out to my dad who joined my son and I, my sons and I on a road trip this week. My dad's like becoming the road dog with me. <laughs> this is like his third or fourth road trip with me, dude. That's so nice. My dad's cool like that. He's, he's right a great on. road trip partner and uh, never-ending conversation with my dad as we take these trips. Thanks for coming along with us, Dad. That's sweet. Yes. Uh, mi papi. Yep. Now, how cute. I don't know if I could ever take a road trip with just my father. Oh, can I just say something? I, I'll be, con- you know, I'm sorry. Since I hope your father isn't listening. Since uh, you brought this up. Senor no, Casa, she I didn't get- mean it. She's delirious. <laughs> she just let wind. <laughs> I got to be completely honest. When The first time I took my dad on a road trip by myself uh, was concerned? about a year and a half or two, two years ago when I took my, went to pick up my daughter from college, about a year and a half ago, um, bring her home from Colorado. And it's like a 19, 20-hour drive. Uh-huh. And I invited my dad to come along with me. And I was worried. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's my dad. I, you know, what do we do? <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm not. I'm not kidding. We didn't. I didn't turn on the radio the whole drive. Aww. We talked the whole way. That's and my nice. dad's a road dog. You know, we 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 powered through. I said, Dad, we're just pulling over and taking a nap. We pull over in the middle of the desert a couple times, take a nap in the in the car, and then get out and keep going. My dad's. Hey, done, my dad's been around the block yeah. once or twice. Hey, remember he talked about yeah. when he was young and he used to ride the the horse. Uh, next to the railroad tracks in Mexico yeah. to, to his destinations, eh? And then he used to take care of the cattle at night. He used to go to sleep with the haze. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he told me those they stories. Try to, him and my deal tried to rob the, the train. The train, one time. yeah. <laughs> yeah, eh? Those are the stories from back in the day in Mexico. But oh, anyway. That's nice. So I would imagine on? it'd be enough conversation with my father. I would just be a little bit concerned. You'd be surprised. He'd be all, Mija, how long have we been with him? <laughs> with Sandro? Are you sleeping with him, Mija? <laughs> Is he a good man? <laughs> no, he bought. Does he are like you, baseball? Are you sleeping with him? <laughs> Does he like baseball or football? That's question. So what's going on in the news and right, laundry? Guys, let's get started. A lot of things going on this week. A controversial case between the federal government and an Oklahoma retailer named Hobby Lobby has been decided <laughs> upon this week. 
Uh, on Monday, the U.S. Supreme Court handed down a ruling over whether the Christian-based company is required to provide birth control to their employees under the new health care law, even if it violates their religious beliefs. The justice voted five to four in favor of Hobby Lobby. Uh, however, the ruling <laughs> does not affect other types of medication like vaccines, and it should not be considered an out for several other companies. Experts say the decision also prevent itself from being used for dis- discriminatory uh, purposes. So a lot of people were super pissed off about this ruling. I mean, it 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 c- caused controversy online because now these people, these employees who work for Hobby Lobby, which just an FYI, it's like an arts and crafts store, okay. basically. Okay. Okay. Uh, which is based out of Oklahoma, but it's been spreading out all over the country. There's one that's <laughs> being built he- built here in Southern California. Um, So now they won't be able to offer these contraceptions to their employees based because it goes against contraceptives or the insurance for the contraceptives. Well, yeah, uh, by uh, indirectly, obviously. Uh, My my opinion of that is so employees are pissed off. You're saying because Hobby Lobby wanted to opt out. Yes, of offering that because it goes against their religious beliefs. And and, Hobby and the Lobby. and the Supreme Hobby Lobby, yeah, and the Supreme Court ruled in Hobby Lobby's favor, and I think yes. it's a good victory, and I'll tell you why. Uh, first, really? Absolutely. First of all, we need to remember that these benefits are exactly what they are. They're benefits. They're not entitlements. Granted, the Affordable Care Act just came in and said that this is going to have to be part of the of, of law mandated by the federal government, which I believe is still I still believe is unconstitutional. But uh, a private business is a private business, and we need to protect private businesses, or else. Listen, overregulation. Look, look what's going on in all the uh, uh, the states uh, 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 with uh, with pen, uh, legacy pensions and. And, and benefits that states are going bankrupt, companies are going bankrupt. You worry why people go outsourcing? They outsource because they can't afford to run a business here. Look, you're getting health care. If you need contraception, it's relatively inexpensive. Also, <laughs> the problem they have with it is they pull did, out, eh? They didn't want pull out. They didn't want to <laughs> they didn't want to pay for those late term abortions either. Look, look, if you don't want abortions, use protection. Well, they don't want to pay for the plan Plan B, which is considered the morning after bill, and they see it as a portion. Hey, um, and it is uh, the morning after pill. It hey, is. Hey, uh, it, it causes an abortion. It's exactly what oh, it is. It doesn't oh. cause an abortion. It causes the prevention of any sort of egg that can happen during sexual intercourse to stay into the lining yeah, of the uterus, you, which would cause a pregnancy. Okay, let's hey, say, do, do your boys get that egg the same day? Is it a? Is it already a baby? Like no, that's a very good point. I think you know. No, that you're right. No, but, because you, the, but you the, know, it's like it's like. You but know, why not? It's why? like after you, you you didn't pull out on time and you tell your your girl, hey, can you jump up and down a hundred times? <laughs> well, let's just say this. Let's go back and say this. Let's the, say I, no. Let me say the Hobby Lobby. I don't. I'm. I don't understand why you're okay with it because Hobby Lobby is a company, uh, and uh, who who employs uh, people who. Who may not have, have be religious people? How does a company cite that their religion doesn't let them when it's a private company, probably a cor- you know corporation or something? I don't know the whole differences, but it's a private capitalistic entity, right? 
It is a so, for-profit company. So I think that you're biased, Jose, because because you're you're being biased only because it's the Obama health care. No. Because uh, in no, the past, it, in the past, you've always been like, oh, you can't be citing religious beliefs because uh, you know, you know, we it's all equal. I mean, I don't see. No, this has I nothing to do with Obama, Angel. It has to do with with the in, the uh, overregulation and the and the government and, and mandating government mandating. Look, remember. Has, let, let me let me finish that. I'm responding to what you said. Remember when it used to be called benefits? Remember when you went to a company because I want to work at this company because they've got good benefits. What do benefits mean? That means that it's a gift that because we are work because we are you're working for us and because we make enough money and it's good enough on our bottom line to do this for us and maybe even practical for us to do it. Then we will provide some health care for our that, for our employees. I got a response. Now, oh, yeah, then let me finish. So their benefits okay and then the government mandated them well what they're saying is look okay we already give our employees benefits you can't make us force us to do this forget the religion aspect let's forget that there will be other companies that say you know what we don't want to give money to people for whatever reason uh we don't want to provide this health insurance because it doesn't go with our bottom dollar you know what it is it's a cop-out by the company i'll tell you why because what do you do like when you're in high school right and they tell you something like, oh, you can't do this or you should do this. And what's the first thing you say? Oh, it's against my religion. Oh, it's against my religion. That's the cop out excuse. I'll just say it's against my religion. You know what I mean? The, the company doesn't want to provide these people benefits. And let me tell you what, the, that what you say that they're a gift. That's exactly what a capitalistic company uh, and uh, uh, society would have you want to have you think when in when in fact the the in order for these capitalists to prosper they need the labor uh, 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 what do you, not the board what do you say the, the labor community the the labor the labor force the labor force mm-hmm. to for one to create these goods uh, and and you know and inevitably create these riches for these people and and then two to be the market so the they're interdependent and so and so for you to say that it's no for you to say that it's you know oh it's a gift no it's not it's it's it should be it should be part of a, of any any co- all companies i think should include benefits and stuff like that because of that the the capitalists need us people as laborers and as market so in essence capitalism in some ways is socialist you know um uh, benefits should never be an entitlement, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, look, uh, the, so you're saying every company. Twi- let's say Theolusa's Garage is a company that employs, you know, five to ten people or whatever it is, fifty people, whatever it is, and, and they can't afford. They can't afford the insurance. They can't afford to provide health insurance, Angel. So, uh, are you saying that? We are forced to do it to our demise. Angel, think about no, it. No, I think that I th- no, I think that it's it needs to be calculated in the cost. We don't of count because we don't pay anybody anyway. It needs to be calculated in the count in the in the cost of doing business. Those margins that they talk about, they need to get a little smaller. Nah, sorry, disagree. Let's or move greater. on. Oh, but you know what? We got a, we got uh, Reina chimed in. She goes, the irony of Hobby Lobby is that it invests in a pharmaceutical company that makes birth control. Which is making them money. That's a very good point. So uh, there, I'll, so there's my proof. They just don't want to 
come up and uh, provide them insurance because they don't want to pay their part. My question is, is that just part of a portfolio of investments? Because if anything, we all invest. If we have a 401k or whatever, we you have a 401k. You're, if you did, you'd be investing in those well, capitalist companies. Well, the, a lot of them are just part the, of a portfolio. Well, part, of the he- part of the health care, part of that portfolio is the contraceptives as well. But Shit. if you're going to be so hardcore against the birth contraceptions to your employees, I think it's kind of really uh, hypocritical for you to still be investing into a pharmaceutical company Indeed. that makes the pill itself. That's a very good, like, very good point. But let's say this. I think that is so. this is so blown out of proportion. The, 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 um, the effect that, these, that women are so crazy angry about this is just preposterous. Preposterous. You want birth control? Go get it. It's not that expensive. Uh, you think it's preposterous because you're not the one that gets knocked up and has to deal I'm with the one being who wears pregnant condoms, for nine dude. months. I wear condoms. And has to deal with you know it what? for I'm the sorry. after effect. I'm sorry. Get Wear condoms. The guys wear condoms all the time. Hey, hey uh, let me tell you, Zay. I think that they should be upset. The company is copping out. Oh, it's against my religion. What? Does Hobby Lobby... I don't think Hobby Lobby fits in a church. Here's the irony. Okay. <laughs> Here's the irony. Can you Hobby fit in Lobby, a church? Here's the irony. Hobby Lobby wasn't providing it in the first place. But then the Obamacare Affordable Care Act mandated it. And they said, wait a minute, we don't want to do it. So, hey, they weren't putting it out in the first place. So, yeah, so, it's so like it was show. mandated. It's like that show. So they copped it out. Just it, like when the, when the teacher says, hey, you, you, you can't wear those shoes to school now, tomorrow. And it's then like you the, say, oh, it's against my religion. It's like that it's show. It's a cop-out, man. Angel, it's like that show, Deal or No Deal. People get, oh, I, I picked that briefcase, and it's $150, and then they pick the next one, and they lose it all, and they cry. They never had it in the first place. Look, I'm sorry, ladies. Go get your contraception somewhere else. It's not that big a deal. It is a deal. It's a really big it's a deal. a big deal. What huh? else you got? It's a big deal. All right, guys, let's move on to an update to a story we actually did last week about thousands and thousands of children that have been crossing our borders within the last few months, and it's caused such a short a surge that has overwhelmed the government. So the first, uh, there's been so many that have crossed through Texas that they have been basically distributed to different uh, states on trying to process these immigrant families. So one of them, uh, uh, about 140 of them were uh, flown over to San Diego this morning. And 140 of them were then bused to a border patrol station in Murrieta, where they were faced with some uh, with uh, protesters that actually blocked their uh, the road. Why they were s- yelling at the bus uh, uh, passenger, saying that they were not born here and go back to Mexico. Oh, they stood in man. the streets, and demonstrators would not let them go through. There was some pushing and shoving oh, going I wish on, I was there, but dude. there were no arrests and no serious injuries that were uh, inflicted during the protest. This is just the first wave of immigrants that are supposed to be processed at the location before being released to family or friends until they are called into immigration courts. I want to say something on that because I feel really strongly against the people who are against these kind of, uh, you know, uh, illegal immigrants, because uh, at least in such a passionate way, I mean, one could hold their opinion and have their opinion, and I'm okay with it. But when you feel so strong as to go and demonstrate, uh, like uh, like they did in this case, or in even more extreme cases, like the Minutemen at the border holding guns, that to me is somebody taking it to an extreme. Uh, uh, it's a hateful action, and I think it's based on fear because the bottom line is what? 
Are they going to really come into your house and take money out of your pocket? Are they really going to take your job, really? Or are they really going to take place of your daughter in the in school? And you know, it, it it it's all based on fear, and it's and it's designed that way. That's why we have this and, kind of topic on television, on radio, you know, because it's designed for us to separate us. It's all it's all BS. Did it accomplish anything? No. And if they did, what what would it accomplish? The bus uh, ended up being rerouted to the uh, back over to another uh, border patrol office in San Isidro uh, because there was too much protest to get through to the Miranda. send them over to the SWAT meet. Eh? I you know I'm, I'm sure there's somebody who can. Use some child labor over there, eh? You know what? Um, here's the deal. First of all, Angel, I, I, I disagree. Um, I know. This is not based on hate. <laughs> Unfortunately, what happens in the rhetoric that, that we hear about is that all of a sudden, if you are, are um, if you uh, speak out against what's going on with, uh, with this influx of kids, and we're talking about 50,000 children in three months, unaccompanied children, and when you're talking about people standing at the border, look, I'm all about, I think the U.S. should call in the National Guard, point their guns, unload it even, at the border so no one crosses the border, Angel, because the issue is not, we hate you. The issue is, you're, you're, you're overwhelming the situation. <laughs> now, 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 here's the deal. Oh, yeah. I don't see anybody at the curb. I don't, do you see any kids over there in front of the Angel, garage? let me finish. I don't up. see any Angel, kids there. Angel. Go. I don't even see the, the, the corn man Angel, come by go, here, man. And go to Point Magoo <laughs> Naval Base. There are hundreds and hundreds of kids being bussed there, and they're, oh, it's, it's overwhelmed. They're in decrepit conditions. And, Angel, the humanitarian situation is not something that is being caused by what's going on in their countries. It's being caused by our administration, which passed up in 2000 and, uh, two years ago, passed the, uh, the, uh, what's called the Deferred Action for Children Act where they said we're going to defer deporting kids from now on did you think did you think they were just going to say no oh, okay we'll stand by so what happens now they're actually announcing it and people all over the country all over the uh, central america and south america and and mexico are sending their kids and they've asked border agents when they ask the people what made you come? 90% of them said, oh, it's because we want to take advantage of that new law. So I'm what's sure. happening? And Instead what's of, wrong with that? It's, eh? it's, it's always been that way. The immigrants, have, the Italian immigrants who, who had, and the Irish that came over to, you, didn't you see the uh, gangs of New York? I mean, <laughs> what happened there? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So what, what needs to, all we're doing is the same thing we did back then, and it's, it's, no, it we're hasn't not. changed anything. No, we're not. What we got to do is just... It's just I'm not saying open our doors, but we got bigger fish to fry here, man. This is a this big whole, fish. It's not a big this is fish. A big, you want to know why? Because fifty thousand children are without their parents. Yeah, but Angel, they're without their parents, and yeah. it's a problem that our government. But their it. parents. It's a humanitarian issue that we caused, not them. No. Of course, they're going to send their kids or want to send them. I don't. I don't agree what, with it. What caused but of course it? They're what caused take it advantage. or not is not the issue. The issue here of is what are does. we doing with these kids? Of course, and that's find, what they want you to do. Let's find them homes. And let's find them a nice little school. And I could, you know, I, I can use a little kid that can come do my lawn. Let every me week. say two words Cloward and Piven. The Cloward and Piven strategy is a politically, political strategy outlined in 1966 by American sociologist, sociologist and political activist Richard Cloward 
and Francis Fox Piven that called for overloading the U.S. public welfare system in order to precipitate a crisis that would lead to a replacement of the welfare system with a national system of guaranteed. So or use- <clears throat> overwhelm the system in order to push law like what the president did yesterday, ex- uh, passing an executive order. Of course, now if you're against it, you look like you just don't care about children. That is, That's the whole point. So you're That's saying the reason why, but there's also a huge reason going on in Central America itself, where there is a lot of violence, mm-hmm. where kids, families Indeed. are killed every single day. Gangs have pretty much taken over the streets. You either join they, the gang, they've taken over or the country. Dead. It's sensationalized. So yes, it exists, it but not to the point where fifty thousand children uh, in three months. Well, and that's overwhelming. Those countries, it, those countries are tiny fall, in hey. itself. So they they send their kids over here. They don't send them by themselves just because. Of, Look, of, this of ain't baby Moses sending him action. down the Nile. Hey, dude. this is a false flag. There is flag, real eh? legitimate fear <laughs> it is and concern. <laughs> Cloward, it's a Cloward and Piven strategy. I, I can't, Overwhelm I the can't system. understand how you how you can say that. That did they go over there and enlist these kids and say, "Hey, we want to change a, 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 a you know policy in the U.S. Will you help us?" Is um, that what they did? That's a very good point. I really do believe that. I, I of course you the do media, because, because the media because the you the, ask me, I'm responding. The media was out there reporting it, saying, "If you want your kids to go, if you want citizenship for your kids, now's the time." Because they're not deporting them, and they know that ninety-two percent of those kids will not be deported. And good, the, you know, it looks to me in this that in this case the policy was there, and then the influx. You're saying that no, flood them so we could have the policy. No, they made the, no, they they the deferred action for children, um, uh, the DACA as it's as it's called was was enacted in um, two thousand and twelve. Okay, okay, there you go. and. Um, the uh, they were the administration was told this is not going to it's going to cause an influx look for years for decades the conservatives the republicans have said okay we will sit down and talk about immigration but first we need to make sure we seal the borders as much as we can because if we start handing out driver's licenses and amnesty and all these things before we do that we're going to have an influx everyone knows that it's common sense and what happens daca is enacted and this happens and now we cause a humanitarian I don't understand we're talking about kids and immigration and you're talking about acid reflux take a <laughs> pepto bismo eh these poor kids are used as pawns by the by the administration no. who wants to pass socialist I think it's uh, the other uh, way around uh, no it's I a, think I think don't, you I guys think, don't see it that the, that our people Jackie and Angel our people have been used for pawns by the left for years they've been telling our people course, for years by everyone by, dude, been, the, the left the right the t- up and used, down they've been t- telling them look we'll take everyone care of you everyone uses don't us worry you're an immigrant pounds. we'll take care of you we'll take care of you we'll take care of you. what happens you want you want to control society feed them Provide everything for them. Don't let them have individual um, uh, liberties or, or uh, responsibility. Take away their liberties. And, and that's know, what's going on. And you know what? You're not seeing that that these people are saying. You know what? Send them over there because supposedly to either because indeed in Central America there's a lot of not, kids without dads. You know during uh, you, you know they, they okay. I want you to foster child. I foster adopt a child. Be their dad. Uh, you know if if a child <laughs> needed it and I could do it, I probably would. Uh, go ahead and, and but and, there's. But there's nothing wrong with it, you know. You have we have to measure by this is the thing. This is the problem is that w- when the kind of rhetoric that's out there, kind of like what you're talking about, it's either money or some kind of uh, uh, agenda, or, or 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 it's it's measured by one of those things. When you really and it's too scary. The devil's in the details. Eliminate all that jargon and all that rhetoric, and just think of 
I'm sorry to say you know, money matters. What, what would, you know, in some circles they'll say, what would Jesus do? What would Gandhi do? What would, you know, what would Mother Teresa do? You know, those are eternal truths. And you can't go wrong. It may appear to you that they're going to cost you money. It may appear to you that it's flooding the system or that they're trying to pass Angel, something. It does but, it's, a, it's, but the bottom line is how do you lose when you're abiding with an eternal truth? There's no, lo- there's no loss there. And the, the bottom line is that we don't measure our, and we don't act on it. So we'll never know. Never. Angel, you can't imagine. The thing is, it is an economic burden, unfortunately. Yeah, but that's not a measure. That's a poor measuring stick. How is no, it's it a, not. How is it a burden? See, I'm always going to pay taxes till the day I die. Always. So my question is, well, I'd rather my taxes go for something humanitarian rather than unhumanitarian, like sending troops to, you know, to some other country for the purpose of some capitalistic gain. You know, those are the things where you need to just strip all the words away and just think on eternal truths. And you'll be okay, brother. Trust me. It's an economic issue. It has nothing to do with some okay, kind of then. ideology. So, so it's an eco- economic. If, if that's listen, the problem. If the, if the that's boat a, is exactly sinking, the problem. if the boat is sinking, you can't take more in, bro. You can't. But the boat is not sinking because but of it. Is, the, the, the but it is, The boat is not sinking. But it is. The, 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 the powers that be are creating this gap. Not, you know, it's not sinking because of some people coming from another country. It's sinking because the capitalists are creating. They're, they're, it's not really sinking for them. It's sinking for us. Anyway, on to the next well, one. This is, this is just the first wave of group that arrived. There's going to be another group every 72 hours to process these immigrant uh, families. Um, the next one seems to be going to another facility in El Centro, California, which is like right on the border. Um, so we'll see. This is not, this is not the end of it. As long as they don't send them to Arizona, eh? just keep them away. Well, from that's Arizona. where they were sending. No. They were distributing to Arizona, to California, all sorts Interest- of different stops. Oh. Uh, interesting, because there's man. so you're many bring, of them. You bring up an interesting point. Uh, the administration has been sending these children to all the red, all the blue states, because they know that they're going to be more receptive there. Um, well, they weren't too receive. They did not welcome them very and, nicely this morning. And Marietta, this because, Marietta, and Marietta is a pretty conservative town, and the mayor is upset about it. As a matter of fact, a reporter, a friend of mine, told me who was there today said, "Look, Jose, the police were out there with one police vehicle and a loudspeaker. They said to the people that were protesting and stopping the bus, they said, uh, please disperse or you will be arrested.' And then the car took off." And there was a, a, a police there, and the police just stood there and watched and didn't do anything. That's terrible. Which, what? What's terrible? They were demonstrating because they if, were demonstrating. because they were conservatives. If they were liberal but, and brown skinned but the point it would have been all over the, the news. But eh? The point it was all over the news. And no, the I point, mean they, it would have been all. all but why is it all terrible? Riot gear well, this, as long it as they was, weren't breaking the law. Well, no, they weren't breaking the law. But the what was brought down by government was for that bus, those three buses, to make it to the Marietta Border Patrol office for them to be processed, get a health screen, and then be distributed to wherever the location they had to be. But understand so that they we live in a... they weren't breaking the law, but they weren't exactly letting but, the law but, execute, no, but, be executed. But we live, well, hold on. Let me live, finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. We live in a republic. No, but you're not letting me finish. They're, they're blocking what law is supposed to, supposed to go down. If they're getting in the way, nope. then and then police is not doing anything about we, it. Let me tell you why, because we live in a republic, and a republic means that the federal government that does, the police is going to screw over when no, it's no, the no, republic. Mean? No, we we live in a republic. 
Remember, what does that mean? the whole point of a republic is that the, the federal government should not strong arm the states. And the states have a right to, to pass and, 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 and see their laws as they see fit. Now, let me finish. And if something is not, the mayor himself stood up and said, this is a burden that we cannot take. The federal government is sending us these children. We're not equipped. We don't have money to take care of them. And they're not providing us aid. Yeah. So if the people of that city say, look, you're doing this to us, federal government. The whole our, our founding fathers. <laughs> How many was it? Angel, our founding fathers brought wrote the Constitution in such a way so that the federal government cannot strong arm them. So guess right. what? The, if if the police didn't step in, good on them as long as no laws were broken. The people spoke. <laughs> I agree. It's okay, Jackie. The people spoke, and the law, the the law, the government works for the people, not the other way around. So <laughs> they did the right thing. For once, I agree with the police standing back. Usually, I'm like, get these people. Because a lot of times, these people are anarchists and just cause trouble. Look, they, we live in a republic. We need to preserve that. We need to preserve the fact that the federal government needs to be out of the state's business. And they can't shove things down our throats. They okay. can't. Okay. All right. They're, sho- hey, on, they're shoving kids down your throat, Jose. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> on to the next one. To Let's move on to another kind of nightmare. This is a nanny nightmare that a uh, California, uh, Southern California couple has been dealing with for the last couple of weeks. They've, it all started in March when they hired Diane Stratton, who's 64 years old, who responded to a Craigslist ad and eventually accepted a position with this couple to watch this, uh, the couple's three children and help around the house in exchange for a room and board. Everything was fine with the couple until about two weeks into being hired. She, uh, according to the couple, stopped working and uh, and literally just kind of stayed in her room. The nanny her, stopped working. She stopped working Ugh. and stayed in her room and didn't nanny do anything. Squatter. Now there was uh, <laughs> they tried. Yeah, literally a nanny squatter. So after a couple of days, uh, they were trying to figure out what to do with her and they fired her. Now, she fired back with some legal work in protecting her to staying there saying that she was uh, un- unlawfully fired and there was elderly abuse because she was being imprisoned in her own home. <laughs> so she literally, a judge was in favor of the nanny oh. and they she couldn't leave. Like there was, She didn't have to leave. So the family had to You're, stay there with they her. They made yeah. her stay? It's terrible. Yeah. So they, the family literally had to like lock up the refrigerator because she was taking food and they felt like it wasn't fair. Yeah. She's saying though, the nanny is saying that she... Um, what a nightmare. That's like That could be like a, a thriller, like a scary movie. A movie, dude. yeah. That would be dude, like bitching, dude. Who would play that part? She said Ka- that she... Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates would be would good. Would be the good oh, nanny. Oh, that's right, huh? She would be <laughs> Kathy Bates would be good on that. She had. She claims that she had a breathing condition, and that's what happened mm. a couple of weeks after she started working. That's what restricted her from working, and that. It, but that the couple was being rude to her, that they weren't letting her eat, and that they were making the, cup, the kids put dog food by their door. So that they, that's what she can eat. It's been like vice versa. So there was all these legality issues, and the couple called onto the media to try to see if they could help to get her out. Where is which, this? In Upland, in Upland, California. Really? <laughs> yeah. Which it didn't really help. However, now she's saying that she can leave the home on Fourth of July if it the weather is not too hot. Oh, apparently she has, a, yeah. apparently. she has a background. She has a history. So they started like digging up on this woman. They, she has a background of like little frivolous lawsuits against people. Yeah. And they find out she's kind of a shady business. Woman. She's done. She's got to be shady. And, and the judges, how could they? What's what's that? I, I mean, would, I would, you know if what? you get fired, how she many people found get this? a loophole? She's very savvy. This, is, this woman. She found a loophole where she could stay there. She's done these things before. You know what I would do? I, here's the deal. This is the way I feel. 
Um, I I still believe I would, I would go to a room and let wind eh? <laughs> every day. <laughs> I every believe- time I had to go. <laughs> Hi, Natty. You have to go there all the time. I believe that there's enough common sense in our judicial system that I would push that lady out of the house somehow. I would get her, if she goes to the store, change the locks, whatever it is to keep her out of the house. And you know what? I would ask forgiveness of the law later. Because you know what? It is my home. And I believe the American way, the American dream, no one can force themselves into my home. You're no longer welcome in my home. You know what? If you were having a, a barbecue, Angel, and, and we had guests that we invited, let's say we sent out written invitations and someone got belligerently drunk, we can call the police and ask them to keep the peace as we, keep them, as we kick them out. Why can't you kick out a nanny who's squatting in your house? You know what? That's what the, I'm the saying. The last eh? bastion of individuality of the of American dream is your home, whether you rent it or own it. It's your home. It's your castle. I would, I would get that lady out of here. And if the judge or whatever wants to arrest me, guess what? I'll go to jail, but my family will be nannyless. Thank you very much. <laughs> we should, you know, if she was that happened to us, we should get our cousin uh, Luz Maria after. Remember her? She kicked her ass. <laughs> yeah. eh? She'll kick her ass like that, eh? <laughs> so she complained that. But she lives um, in TJ, so I'd the, have to bring her over illegally. <laughs> the gall of that oh, woman. <laughs> she, uh, she complained that that the kids had left dog food at her door. She also complained because um, she was being overworked, uh, that she wasn't getting any lunch or coffee breaks, and that soon after um, the whole legalities came about, um, her her cable and her Wi-Fi was cut in her room. Dude, I would cut out the air conditioning. I would make it... You know what I would do? Cut Remember, the air conditioning. I was uncomfortable. Cut. But then wouldn't it... They, she come back with some sort of like legal legal jargon, like aside would, from the false imprisonment, like I would horrible do, humanitarian conditions or something like that? I would do what, what uh, a la Janet Reno during Waco. Pull out those big loudspeakers of, and put kiss music, blasting the most loudest kiss rock and roll music uh, with the loudspeakers. Like just they did to Noriega the, back in... Yeah, uh, played Panama. So... Cut her television, cut her cable, cut her Wi-Fi. internet. Her, and play the Wi-Fi. loud music. And uh, cut the cheese. But no, really, <laughs> I would take it for the family. I would say, this is my family, my home. I'm protecting them. I will get her out of the house, whatever it takes. And if I get in trouble with the law, hey, I'm just doing what a father they, should do for his family. How oh horrible, God. right, to be living in your own home. The family was saying that they felt like they were kind of like their own selves in prison in their house because they couldn't do anything with this woman for her to leave. I would be concerned of her like stealing things or something or being cahoots with somebody to it's like break in at scary. night. It's scary. No, you know, you got to sleep. You don't yeah. know what that lady's going to do to you when you're exactly, sleeping. Exactly, right? That's scary. Yeah, man. her and she has three, the couple has three little kids. I don't know, man. They messed up because... She's literally a nanny nightmare. Surely. That's literally. terrible. That's got to be... All right, what do you got next? Okay, guys, let's go ahead and, and um, move on to another story. Uh, with Facebook, where Facebook users are upset about a study uh, that that uh, Facebook did on their users. Uh, okay, so let me tell you something. Um, I've already hate Facebook, even though I have to use it for social media purposes, because they're in cahoots with the National Security Agency, but so is Google and all those other things. Have you watched that documentary? It's called uh, Terms and Conditions May Apply. I highly recommend no, you watch it. No, I haven't it. seen it, but it, it's no surprise to me. If, why do you think they have so much uh, you know, uh, freedom, if you will, to do what they do? And uh, you know, Because they, have, they must be in cahoots. Because, well... 
check it out. I recommend people, as you were saying. Well, they pu- they published a study. Facebook published a study which uh, was uh, conducted by a Facebook uh, data scientist and two other researchers from a, a university uh, on how social network impacts users' emotions. So what they did is that the study required researchers to, <laughs> to manipulate the news feed of about almost 700,000 users to determine whether positive or negative content would affect their emotions and subsequent Facebook updates. So it carried out for about a week in 2012, and they explored, quote-unquote, whether exposure to emotional content led people to post content that was consistent with the exposure in itself. Uh, um, So they were pissed off because they didn't realize that their newsfeed was being manipulated to what Facebook wanted them to see. So in end, if you saw positive things on your newsfeed, then your reaction on your Facebook status was positive. If you saw negative items on your newsfeed, then your response and your status update would be negative. You know what? I'm glad you're bringing this up because the the bottom line is this, this is mass manipulation. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's not new. They've been doing it since the uh, you know since radio waves. Uh, uh, they're doing it with television now. Not only is it something that not only and I want people to understand this. It's not only the content that you're looking at and listening to, which uh, you know a lot of people may agree or may not agree. Not all the content on television is really good. You know, wholesome, positive, of course not content, and and it's all uh, and on and radio as well. But and and uh, and great example here. And t- uh, now the content here is something that you read. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and but also in the energies, the energy that the, you don't see out there. You know, the 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 audio waves that you get out of uh, out of music. Okay, okay, uh, you're getting esoteric on me. No, well, it's true. It uh, the the it's it's a vibration, and it puts you in a certain. What does this level. have to do with Facebook? Be- it has to do because you, they, that's what they're doing. They're doing mass manipulation. You know the the, okay. the type of words that yeah. you. So you know what I'm saying is, if you're going to enjoy your television, you're going to enjoy your Facebook. It, just take it at face value. It's not a big deal. Don't make it the a big part that, of your life. Uh, you know, and what, be aware that people are out there trying to manipulate. Yeah, the you, people are, and they are. The people are just upset. Look at you, Jose. You're a prime example. Of they're that. being utilized <laughs> as uh, as guinea pigs without being told. And in the past, if someone oh, wants, this is not a test. Eh? But, they say it's a test. It's it's there, there's actually a book written on that, Jose, I, and and you can buy it. But you know, it's 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 worth a thousands and thousands again, of dollars because they don't want just a normal again, person. Again, the buy problem it. is that people do not. If they want to be, uh, if they're going to be used as guinea pigs, they want to be at least told about it and give them the option to be, uh, the opportunity to be option out or not. I, not Charlie, because then you'll have Firestarter. Hey, eh? remember Firestarter? <laughs> well, that's my point. They should option out if they want to. You know, but it is social media where your information and your photos and whatever content you have in there is private to a certain extent. You have to realize that you, it's you, not it, private. It's it's not. I mean, you maybe be private from your ex boyfriend, maybe, but it, it won't be private to the company itself, who can have mm-hmm. access to mm-hmm. your photos, your status updates, whatever it may be. So you are at the mercy at the company itself. So if for people to be pissed off about it because their content was manipulated, I understand. However, your stuff is with them. So how upset can you be if you're willing to trust them to post your photos and whatever private conversations you have with your Sancho's and Sanchez? Just just tell them. Just say it. We're doing a study. That's simple. Done. 
But then done. you would be aware. Uh-huh. That's, that's the whole thing about research and studies. Yeah, but no, you're but, getting, but you know what? You're Every, getting subjects that are unaware of it to really, truly test the response yeah, but you know what? that they would get. You know what? No, that's not necessarily the case all the time. And 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 that you make a very good point because studies have shown that a lot of times people are swayed because they're part of a study. But we, we do we live in America? We should not give away every liberty. We should be given the option. But the thing about it is when you put your stuff on Facebook and you're putting it out there, it's out there already. You've given, in essence, your permission for them to do whatever you want. If you look at something like Facebook or you look at TV or something, you're subjecting yourself. It's just like when you have a drink, okay? No, you know, you have a choice not to do it. You're subjecting yourself to get drunk. You can't but, blame face. You can't blame Facebook. Okay, you can't so blame wait a minute. Anybody. It's yourself. So it's okay to to have genetically modified food. You're taking the risk of doing it. No, I mean, it's come not. on. You're double. I'm not saying well, no. Yeah, what, you are. No, it, what, it, no. What? That's a good point because uh-huh. that's, no. Hold on. Hold on a second. It's not okay to have genetically modified food, but it's not okay to not give me the choice. That's what and I'm that's saying. All, and that's all. Well, that's what I'm telling you. When you <laughs> when you when you when you're on Facebook, you have a choice not to put your stuff out there. You have a choice not to listen yeah, to it or, or read but it. But if they're utilizing what you have uh, for some kind of study without at least giving you an option to option uh, uh, the opportunity to option in or out, then there's a there's an issue there. You know, one should be allowed You're, to. Yeah, so many, but peop- they're doing that all the time without telling that's you. That's what's funny. That I'm you not say saying that. it's I'm funny that you say that, that because it's okay. You, you, I'm you, not saying it's you okay. Imply, what I'm saying you imply is that, that by saying because they're doing it. What it's I'm okay. saying that that the discussion should be instead of blaming them, the discussion should be okay. Let's educate ourselves and let's teach ourselves to make smart decisions. Unless we rather know than it. to say, oh, Facebook fault, government's fault. No, they're Angel, always. But it, but if we it, don't know about it, they're the bad guys. But if we don't know about it, we well, have to make educated decisions. Angel? Hey, when you put it out there, it's out there. <laughs> you got to know. It's like, you know, come on. It's like, you know, I'm going to walk Angel, out there. It's, like, it's just like how employers can actually access your social media to see what kind of stuff you've been up to. I mean, that's not cool, but they do it. But, but that's a great way to check you out, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, so they you check need to, out you, what you kind need, of stuff That's you what do. I'm saying. It's your fault. Boo-hoo on you if you <laughs> messed up. Like... You know, I mean, look at me. I I got dreadlocks. I got a job. I guess it's okay. Uh, I guess my content isn't that bad. Anyway, we got to that. We got to move on. But I want to read a, 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 something from Reina on Facebook in regards to the nanny. She posted it a little while ago. I, I didn't read it. She says, "Here's what I would do about the nanny." It would be kids' time to practice the trombones at 1 a.m. for three <laughs> hours every day, and time to put a tent over the house and bug bomb. The house. There you go. <laughs> Very good point. There you go. We are exterminating. Yeah. Anyway. Good suggestion, Rena. Good suggestion. <laughs> that's all that I have for tonight, guys. All right. So that's Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. As you know, we have Jackie Casas with us every Tuesday night from Telemundo and NBC. Multimedia journalist. Thanks a lot, Jackie. Let's hear it Okay, we're going to be right back. We're going to have uh, Terry Galt from thegrocerygame.com. We'll be right back. Shoo!
is Melissa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T U-verse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, and this is Jose. Welcome back. This is Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's garage. And uh, my brother's here, too. Where do we do it? This is Angel. We do it out of TwinTalkCast.com. We also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. So go on there and look for Twin TwinTalkCast Radio, and you find us. And you find us. Also, hey, we're iTunes, too, because we're on iTunes, eh? So now, so, um, subscribe, Holmes. Subscribe, eh? Anyway, so now we come to a part in the show that I call Patriot Pass, and it was born about a year and a half ago during the uh, last uh, presidential uh, campaign, where I was voicing, so to speak, my opinions regarding the politics on Facebook. And my brother and I would have many, many fights about whether or not I should voice my opinion. And then I realized, based on my opinions politically and my ideology politically that a lot of people were offended by the things I said. I don't know why because I never offended anyone personally. I just have ideology or personal beliefs. But I realized that our First Amendment is being infringed upon uh, by this by this age of political correctness. And uh, right now I want to take the opportunity to, to play a soundbite from the President uh, Obama's um, speech yesterday regarding the child immigration issue and I have some issues with that and let's let me just play some of it our country and our economy would be stronger today if House Republicans had allowed a simple yes or no vote on this bill or for that matter any bill they'd be following the will of the majority of the American people who support reform and instead they've proven again and again that they're unwilling to stand up to the Tea Party in order to do what's best for the country. And the worst part about it is a bunch of them know better. We now have an actual humanitarian crisis on the border that only underscores the need to drop the politics and fix our immigration system once and for all. Um, well, that's what I'm going to play. There's more to it. If you want to go, you can find that presidential speech online. The issue I have with this, Mr. President, is that when you ran for president, you ran under this um, this campaign for change, and you spoke at ad, ad nauseum about uh, you know crossing the, the the partisan lines and bringing people together. But all we ever hear from you is partisan talk. Yesterday, you mentioned that if only the Republicans would pass a law, if only they did this, and if only they stood up to the Tea Party, you would, you know, you wouldn't have to pass an executive order. The problem with that, Mr. President, is that this, what you're mentioning, is called democracy. If democracy didn't exist, everyone would just agree with a single party. But guess what? You mentioned the Tea Party, that the Republicans are not standing up to the Tea Party. Mr. President, the Tea Party consists of millions of Americans who believe that perhaps there needs to be a different kind of immigration reform. That doesn't mean that they are trying to obstruct, as you said in your speech over and over again, Mr. President. Disagreeing with your policies and your party's policies does not mean they are obstructing. It means that democracy is working and your divisive talk is wrong, Mr. President. You are the nation's leader. You should be teaching us how to get along, leading us by example. Over and over again, you express 
disdain for the Republicans disagreeing with you. Well, I'm sorry. You're acting like a baby. I'm sorry they don't disagree with you, but it's called democracy. Millions of Americans don't disagree with you, Mr. President. I have news for you, and I hope that you realize that your talk is not... I'm sure you realize that your talk is not crossing the aisles, as you said during the campaign. I'm sure that you do this intentionally in order to garner more support for your failed policies. Mr. President, become a leader. You're being a bully. And this is my Patriot Pass. Thanks for listening. So that was my brother, Jose, exercising the biggest muscle in his body, his mouth, on his Patriot Pass. Hey, brother, I agree with you on that, eh? He's causing division, eh? I'm totally with you on that one. Anyways, we're going to go to a music break. This is a, a, a previous guest here to Twin Talk. You can find them on our previous podcast. They're out of Mexico, hot band called Miro. And the song is called Aferrate. And stay tuned for Terry Galt when we come back.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And that is Miro with Aferrate. It's a great track. Uh, of Spanish or English, whether you understand it or not, what a cool track. They were our guests here on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Weren't they, were they with us twice? Been uh, with us well, twice? actually, they were just here uh, in, the, uh, in Hollywood uh, about a month ago. Uh, recording their new album, and they were going to be on. We actually confirmed and everything, but the day of the show, oh, that's right, they didn't because they had a problem, you know, in their studio, so they didn't show up. And but that's okay; they're still our friends. They promised to come back next time when they do release their album and they start their tour here in the U.S. But check them out; they're awesome, cool track. And now, uh, as we promised, um, out of um, on our show, we've been promoting it. Um, uh, I met this woman recently. I was very fortunate to have uh, been uh, at her house recently. Let me make sure I got her microphone up. <laughs> um, CEO, mother, wife, and the CEO of the grocerygame.com. Did she give you any shopping coupons eh? or any you know, <laughs> codes? I want no. some codes. No, but I was impressed because um, uh, the story behind uh, Terry Gold and her business, thegrocerygame.com, I go, anybody can benefit from this. And I thought it'd be timely because of the time of year everyone goes shopping. Even those people that don't go shopping normally will go shopping this week for their barbecues and their parties so with us tonight from the grocery game.com miss terry gall let's hear it yeah Shoot. thank you hi Jose terry. and hi. angel for hi, having terry. me here with you Thanks. and you learned that from me i think what you just said when you were at my house right i did learn that yeah from you. you're a good student i'm a very good student <laughs> we had a good time didn't we yeah. we sure did what a great, great place you got your garden on the back there a good little place to entertain oh, i brought you some squash too oh I mean, you must what? I travel with squash. I, 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 it's radio, so you can't see it, but it's a full bag of squash. Oh, let's see it. Bring it I out. I have to pick it. Angel will show you. We'll post it on Facebook. Now, Terry has a nice, to... a nice property where she has her, her homegrown garden. Oh, yeah. Put some squash on the table there. Awesome. This, Thank you. Um, this is one day of picking. Like, no way. literally, I have to pick. All my friends know that you got to take the squash. I don't care if you don't like the squash. I'll <laughs> oh, take no. the squash. I'll, I'll take some of I that. love I mean, squash. Like, I dig and, it. And what's funny about this squash is really actually pretty cool. What happened is these Yummy. all came up volunteer. I had zucchini and yellow squash. They cross-pollinated. Wow. And I got these, and they're really good. They're very oh, different. dude, interracial and squash. This eh? is exactly right. <laughs> I could dig that. the perfect show for it now because I'm German-Irish. You awesome. Know? So, yeah, and it's, it's amazing because... I didn't want to get rid of all the little um, volunteers that came up, so I literally have 15, <laughs> 15 squash plants. And listen, people, you don't need more than about three squash plants to feed a family of four real good. So next time, I'm not going to let them survive because they're taking over my life. <laughs> but you know what? It's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's all biodegradable anyway, for goodness sake. Yeah. There yeah. Go. Did you label them non-GMO? Oh, they're all they're definitely non GMO. Nice. I mean I cross pollinated, but hey, the bees did that, right? Is that natural or what? <laughs> when I go out to pick the squash, the the blossoms are as big as my hand, you know, and there's always bees down in there. And we have oh. a problem with bees anyway. You know, we need to be loving on the bees. You know uh -huh. this, right? Right, yes. And so it's I just get down in there and just hope they don't sting me, especially since I have um allergies to bees. So does my brother. Wow, something comes. Yes. You do, Angel? I knew we had something in oh, common dude, besides I, beer. <laughs> I blow up like a balloon, eh? I get stung. Do Oh, it's bad. I blow up like a balloon. Eh? Yeah, I can't breathe. My eyes close, and I, I look like yeah. We know. went to. I remember we were like <laughs> ten or eleven <laughs> years old, and we and you ended up at the, in the emergency. <laughs> the emergency. Room. That's bad. You better have an epi kit. 
Yeah, You're I, supposed to, I you know? actually do. I just lost it though. I take it when I go hiking. Sure so let's get let's go, let's go back to Terry. Um, uh, <laughs> it's all about me. It's all about Terry. Um, you have a really interesting story uh, on how you became the grocery game CEO website entrepreneur or whatever. You it was very organic. It was out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I was just telling my granddaughter today, I write little letters to her, even though she's only not even five months old, but I was telling her that, you know, sometimes it takes a cloudy day to make a beautiful sunset. And what I'm about to tell you was my cloudy days, it lasted for eight years. And um, we we got to where my husband was in the uh, movie business. He was a stunt coordinator, stunt man. Yes, for chips. Yeah, he was, he wrecked over 300 cars and, you know, he'd go to work and and he would never tell me what he was going to do because I didn't want to know, you know, until he got (laughs) home and I knew he was okay. But um, he did a lot of movies and such. And I was an actress and also a singer. I have um, some first ballot Grammy nominations as a boy soprano. Awesome! Yeah, I'm supposed to be um, the the best uh, the best boy soprano west of the Pecos. So, so says Peter Rutenberg of the boy Capella. soprano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the What's uh, like a, a 12 year old boy. Your, your voice over. I need a little reverb. <laughs> Cathedral <laughs> effect. No, that was actually <laughs> really good. I was, like, mm-hmm, I was good. trying to harmonize with you on that. UCBS. You sound like it. has that hootie little boy sound, you know? Early music, renaissance. Anyway, uh-huh. so I was doing that. But um, um, the, our primary money was coming in through, um, even though I was, I was doing some union sessions and teaching music and such, was coming in from the movie business. But anyway, all that went to, went, I was going to say went south, but actually went north, went to Canada. So um, we were left with a big, giant glass jar full of um, coins that you collect over the years. And I was rolling coins to feed my family of four. Uh-huh. I could roll $35 a week in coins and feed my family. And you know what? Nobody ever knew that we were hurting for anything Not. because I cracked the code, you know, in a very rudimentary way. Okay, so explain to our listeners, uh, out of $35, you fed a family of what per week? Four. My husband and I and my two sons. And, um, we and were, they, they were big boys from what I hear. They're <laughs> athletes and everything. They're huge. I have a, my, my little one is six foot four. And um, he went to college, played football, got a concussion, and is back and doing welding now. But um, uh-huh. he he's big, one six foot six foot four offensive lineman. My older son is awesome. six six and big guy and he's on his way to Pepperdine Law School awesome. so everything works out but uh, yeah and so $35 a week we were the Kool-Aid house we never lacked for anything we had anything we wanted and and I cracked the code on sales cycles and learning how to time out it's what you buy uh, and when you buy it and that's okay. really what it comes down so to so here it is I listeners it. Here, here's the code for you guys she said it's what you buy and when you buy it when now mm-hmm. in $35 on $35 a day this was 8 years ago a week a week I mean mm-hmm. um this was eight years ago, which is, not, you know, that's not that long ago considering uh, inflation and everything. You fed a family of four, cracking the code. Now, let me ask you this. Was this suddenly or had you kind of already been morphing into it and then all of a sudden on a necessity you just kind of did it all the time? Well, I thought it was fun. You know, I, I had been into coupons when I was a little girl when I was 12 years old. I wrote a book called Shop Smart, Save More. It's with HarperCollins. And then I have another book that I self-published called The Grace of Saving, The, the Amazing Story of America's Smartest Shopper. And I guess that would be me. Yes. <laughs> Self-professed. <laughs> right on. But um, yeah, and so about 12 years old, my mom was in the hospital and I had done some couponing and, and we had to, I had to stretch the money for the family then when I would go grocery shopping. And so now I'm into um, being married in, in the 80s, early 80s, and I was 
um, just having fun. We would go out on a picnic lunch in our helicopter. Now, remember, we were a little bit kind of like jet setters in a way because he was in the movie business and we had a helicopter. And stuff wow. Like that. So we went out on a picnic <laughs> and I'd break out, you know, the cheese and crackers and go, I got these crackers. They were two twenty nine. I only paid 50 cents with the selling coupon. <laughs> nice. but we just spent like 400 bucks getting up on the mountaintop, right? <laughs> you know, but I was doing that. So the nice thing is, is that I already kind of knew that the something was good about using a coupon at the right time. Now, as I say that, it's it's not about coupons. It really isn't. Um, right. You, you insisted on that when we yeah. first met, when we talked. Uh, you, it's because... You sort of downplay the coupon thing. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Well, because um, it's about investing on a sale. A sale by shopping sales and investing and buying more than you need. And I don't mean hoarding. I mean, like, it's just like we think of CPG, consumer packaged goods, as things that we run out of and then we have to go buy it. We run out of deodorant and then we go buy it. Well, that's pretty dumb because a de- stick of deodorant is four bucks normally, but it's $2 on sale. So why not get two or three when it's on sale and then plan ahead? Okay, it's my girlfriend maybe thinking, do, you know? My girlfriend made me do that once. I'm interrupting. <laughs> but, like, it seems like. Like a year ago, maybe it wasn't that long ago, or maybe it was, I went and bought uh, some deodorant, I mean deodorant, some detergent, some laundry detergent, mm-hmm. liquid detergent. And as I was as I was getting the receipt from, you know, you get the receipt and it's the printed coupon. And I'm about to throw it away. And she goes, no, that's X amount of money, dollars off of the next purchase. Why don't you buy another one? And I'm like, nah, dude, that's how they get you. Now I got to spend more. So what happens? I, she talked me into it. So I run out of detergent and I'm going... Now I have, I don't have to go to the store. Yeah, and I save money on that one. Let me tell you, but moment. it's like delayed gratification, mm-hmm. I guess. Right? I can't do that. It doesn't work for me because you know, I like beer. I I buy as needed. If I buy in bulk. <laughs> I drink in bulk. <laughs> well, beer is a different so, thing. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't see you sitting down and eating four boxes of cereal. You no. know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> oh, yes, he does. Oh, okay, all right. And, <laughs> Depends and, on what kind of cereal it is. Probably. And he puts everything else in it, the cookies and the crackers and the marshmallows. So I like cereal for dessert. I indulge, baby. <laughs> so please continue. Well, uh, it, it is about... Um, about half you can cut your grocery bill in by about half just by shopping smart and buying before you need it and that includes everything except for You're not fresh produce and milk 50 percent off mm-hmm. wow. and then now if you add a coupon to those sales and a lot of people are reticent to use coupons and i understand that you know and, uh, and not every week even i don't have time every week to use coupons but um that's going to be like the frosting on the cake it's going to bring your savings up to like about 67 percent. so it adds about 17 percent savings in addition so it's about the timing the week you get a coupon Coupon in the Sunday paper is not the week you use it. It's uh-huh. got a it's got a life an average life of a coupon is nine and a half uh, weeks. Okay, uh-huh. so sometime during that period, that item will go on sale, and that's when you make your move, uh-huh. and that's when you get stuff for free. Did you say nine and a half weeks? She said free. Is the average life of a coupon? <laughs> Did you know they are live? They're a living, breathing thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's like that movie with Mickey Rourke. Scary, isn't it? Nine and a half weeks. <laughs> So, but, okay, so we're talking about clipping coupons, but, um, I mean, that's almost sort of a no-brainer and a discipline. I want to go back to, because to me it's abstract to think about, um, how do you, let me rephrase this, how do you get to to being that shopper that can somehow take advantage of the things not being a coupon clipper? Because you're not, you're not stressing the coupon thing. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's about sales cycles, and um, I created the grocery game in 2000, in February of 2000. Thegrocerygame.com, mm-hmm. shop, shop smart. What, what is thegrocerygame.com? It's, uh, at thegrocerygame.com, we have advertised and unadvertised sales, and actually, um, like if you look at something like this here, this is a sales circular from a grocery store. I'm sure you've all seen Oh this. my God, like, I get so much of that um, every, every day, and I throw it away. Yeah, well, not everything is, is in this. I mean, in fact, at Vaughn's this week, 75% of the deals at the grocery game are 
are not even in the circular. So how do those you are, know this? Those are unadvertised sales. How if do I you tell know? you, I have to kill you. Uh-huh. But now the thing is, is that. <laughs> so the, the thing is, is that. I'll better ask. How do we know this? Well, if you go into the store, you'll see a lot more shelf tags than what you see in the circulars. See, the circulars are promotions. They're, they're ad placement, really. And uh, the, on the front page, they're uh-huh. lost leaders, those things that they're, the store is really wanting to get you in the doors with and stuff like that. So they're going to lose money on this stuff, but they get you in the, that's how they get you. Yeah, they probably don't really lose money, but it's just a term, loss leader. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, and so then um, other ad placement and placement within the store is also advertising and promotion. So there's other sales by manufacturers of foods that don't, make the way into the good place in the store or in the ad at all or the, what they call the sales circular. So does that mean we just need to go shopping more often? Uh, once a week is good enough. I mean, I went you today. Know, you know, go ahead. Let her answer. You went today. You know, you know what I dig? I dig going to the stores and I go for that clearance rack. Even if it's expired <laughs> today, I eat it today, you know? Uh, you know what, Angel? I hate to break your bubble or burst your bubble, <laughs> but um, the a good sale is half off, okay? Uh-huh. And that's stuff that's not damaged. And usually the clearance rack is only about half off and it's usually damaged. Uh-huh. So um, the only thing I recommend there is usually the spices because spices rarely go on a half off sale. Sometimes uh-huh. they go on a BOGO, uh-huh. but they're really expensive. So if spices are there and if the date's not too there's certain things, but I always check it too, Angel. Uh-huh. I do, uh-huh. but rarely is there something that's really worth buying there. Yeah. You know? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, sorry. <laughs> that's just a way to get you to, to get rid of their the stock so they don't have to waste it. Right? Yeah. Do you know what a bogo is? No. no I was going to ask you what's a bogo. It's buy one get one. Ah. Right? And there's a whole lot of those as you. Hey, look that's me and Jose, dude. Mom and Dad got <laughs> bought one, got one. Swim in those placental waters. Yeah. <laughs> we're bogos, those. Hey, hoes, we're bogos. We're bogos. <laughs> I think we're in those placental waters right now. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, well, yeah, I went shopping today, and, and here's the deal. Just to try to explain to you the concept of investing, I didn't buy stuff that I'm out of. I looked to see that, you know what, we only have one jar of mayonnaise in our pantry, and I, I like to make potato salad in the summer. It takes about a half a jar of mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a recipe. It's called Killer Potato Salad. It's at thegrocerygame.com. It's incredible. It's half a jar it's of salad. Best. That's it a is, secret. It's a half a jar I of mayonnaise. mayonnaise. No mustard, but it has to have fresh dill. So those are the, the keys to my killer potato salad. But um, I only have one jar in the pantry. So the deal on the mayonnaise was, um, let's see, a final price of $1.88 for Best Foods Mayonnaise. It's five ninety regular on sale with a store coupon for two eighty eight, and then there was a red plum coupon from the Sunday paper June 22nd that makes it $1.88 okay so I bought three jars of that now I'm not going to use three jars this week right we got to get out of that mentality of shopping this week for only what we need this week because there's about 15 major categories in the supermarket okay and each week only about two to three categories are on sale so maybe now it's 4th of July so we're a little different right now this yeah. week has almost everything that you could want for 4th of July barbecue. But if you shop each week for only what you need this week, you're going to overpay, I promise you, 80%. You're going to pay twice as much for 80% of what you put into your cart each week. That's what I do. That's what I do every week. That's terrible. And when I hear people, you don't know how many articles and experts I hear and read. If you read on the internet, you know, make a meal plan for the week and buy only what you need. Oh my gosh, you're you're trapped in a full price trap. It's horrible. It's, right. And I know this because I've lived it and this is my job. So it kind of mirrors like if you had a garden, you eat what's in, in season. You so eat you squash, eat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Non-GMO. Just, right? You better eat that squash. I'm bringing you more tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm that guy. I'm the guy that shops only, squash. only for what I, <laughs> I I'm that guy that jo- shops only for what I need on a weekly basis. I don't mm-hmm. buy a lot because it's just me, but... <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, and here's another thing: is when you're single. I, I mean, I hear that a lot too. You you also should not be kept in the full price trap. I mean, those things that you like to to eat on a regular basis, like for instance. Here's one Peanut for butter and jelly. I love peanut butter and jelly. I like peanut butter on a banana. But um, yes. I, I do like peanut butter. Now, here, peanut butter is in my book as my first epiphany experience about investing when I was 12 years oh, old. Good. Because I just bought peanut butter and I had $20 to buy whatever uh-huh. groceries I was supposed to buy for the family. And I saw that peanut butter was on sale and I was like, oh man, I just bought peanut butter. And, <laughs> then I, and I don't have enough money to really get what we need right now. Uh-huh. But at that moment I said, you know, I'm going to get another jar now because it's on sale and that's my first time of investing. And later I call it investing because it is. Some people used to call it stockpiling. Even I used to call it stockpiling. But investing is smarter because it's investing in what you're going to be needing. My husband likes Fritos, all right? Oh, there I are, love Fritos, but do, I don't stock them up. Right, but there's no coupons for Fritos, by the way. So, but Why is that? Because they're just everyone certain loves things, them. and I even brought a beer coupon for Angel, which nah. I wanna, I, you don't even know how special that is. There, have you ever heard of a beer no, coupon? No, I haven't. Eh? Okay, well, back to Fritos first. But um, <laughs> Fritos are good if you look at the package of a bag. The date is good for about two months out, six to eight weeks out. All right. So I found out that the sales cycle through. Um, first, I used to buy eight bags when they went on sale because usually a bogo, which means. Buy, buy one, one, get, get one. one. Good yeah, yeah, boy, get one. <laughs> Angel. And so um, I would usually buy eight, and then I found out that my husband was actually running out and we weren't getting to the next sale, and that, it makes me cringe to pay three seventy nine for a bag of Fritos when yeah. I know that I can get it for half that much. And so uh, Stater wow. Brothers Stater Brothers has a deal for $1.25 a bag that comes through quite often. Now I, I buy 10 bags at once. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> so, and, and you know what? They just hang on hooks in the pantry, and he knows those Fritos are always there. Well, you um, know, Bogos means buy one, get one. You know what Fritos means? It means Fritos kids, eh? <laughs> so what if they're legal, eh? Fritos kids. Oh, gosh, Angel. <laughs> well, and I mean, can I tell you about this beer coupon? Yes, please. i got to tell you about this. Give this it is a to trip. me. I'll tell you, I, it is for you. And here, and I printed you a couple more coupons uh, that kind of go with beer pretty good. But, 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 but you let are me drinking some beer about, right now, this there's not hardly any beer coupons around. All right, happens to be that Miller Fortune beer. It's not a commercial for Miller Fortune. I never even tried it. Although I did bring you a six pack, so it's, I hope that someday you're able to actually use it. I am. And, and I, I, so anyway, beer coupons hardly ever exist. But there's one out there now, and it's on Facebook um, that you can print it. It's two dollars off a six pack. So the six pack that's in your fridge right now, Angel. That when can you drink beer again? Uh, at the end of this. Uh, at the end of this week, I think. Okay, so um, okay, good for because you. Because I have a condition with my gastrointestinal. I noticed you gave me a coupon for gas X. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that goes with beer. Because you know what the beer belly is, don't you? Uh, too much alcohol. Gas. It's gas. And All you right. gave me Vaseline. You know I'm taking suppositories. That's Vaseline lotion because it's summertime, and I figured you're going to be out there drinking beer on Fourth of July and getting you know your sun dried okay. out skin from the pool. Also, it's, it's not the suppository. Lotion. No, and uh, you know what? I'm a little little too classy to even talk about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I'm the one that gave you the coupons. But it's like a gift. But there, but the six-pack of beer. Okay. So let me t- give you the rundown on where the good beer deals are. Oh, let's okay? hear that. Okay. Because we're live right now. Ladies Here's and gentlemen, just in time for here your barbecue I, for the 4th of July. Right, Here's right. the deals for the beer. All right. Here we go. First of all, we're going to start with the lesser. Smart and Final has um, Budweiser, Coors, Ducati, or Miller beer for $17.99. It's 30 ounces. 30 cans, the 12-ounce cans. $17.99. Yeah, and uh, Rouse has the same thing, all right? But I don't know about you, Angel, but I don't like beer in a can. Yeah, it's better, in the, it's better out of the bottle. All right, come on. Glass. Here we go. Here we go. Glass, We're getting baby. better now, all right? Uh-huh. BevMo 
has Corona Light 18 pack for 21.99. Now what we're doing is right nice. now is we're building up to a, a crescendo here. Costco, <laughs> Costco has the beer of Mexico at this time of year in their cases that used to sell like the different variety pack. Well, this at this time of year it's the beers of Mexico 24 12 ounce bottles for 22.16. Okay. Nice. All right. Now Walgreens has a 21 uh, uh, thir- 18 pack for 13.99. All That's right. A good one. But listen to this. Here's the winner right now and tonight is the last night you can go run, don't walk <laughs> to Albertsons, okay? okay? Now, there's a coupon for it. Listen to this. 24 pack of either Corona, Shock Top, or Heineken and they're bottles, my friend. Nice. They're bottles 18.99. Limit 1. That's the best price on oh. beer in LA right now. Nice. All right? You heard it from uh Terry Galt, the grocery.com. The grocerygame.com. <laughs> so so uh, awesome. Now, that's pretty uh, awesome. If there's yep. oh, if there's a bullet bullet point list of things you can just uh, uh, shoppers know. <laughs> rules. Can I take you home with me? You know I, where all the beer is. I, yeah, it's right here in the fridge. Yeah. You know what I hear. <laughs> she brought you a beer. Would you like a beer? I brought you squash. I'll have a beer when you get done with me. Okay. Um, um, so, um, um, yes. what are the... Give us some bullet points because we, no, we're running out of time. Okay, I number, hate to say it, we went by so fast. Number one is investing. Get out of that full price trap. Stop thinking that you're going to have to buy it when you run out. Think ahead. When it's on sale, go ahead and buy it. It's not a big deal. Explain investing for those who didn't catch it. This is where you're going to buy what you know you're going to eventually need or like to eat on a regular basis. Um, And you're going to buy it when it's on sale. It's probably a good sale is half off. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Um, You can get the uh, grocery store app. Um, every supermarket has an app and they have um, coupons that you can download. There's also on, uh, now there's personalized deals and you can download those right there onto your club card right there with the phone app. Um, logging into the grocerygame.com is the only place where you can get comparison shopping, um, unadvertised sales. You can look, log in and, and type in the word yogurt and find the cheapest yogurt in all 15 stores in this area right now. At, 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 it's within seconds at the grocery game. It's the, and, it's the best way to save. And they can go to the grocerygame.com as well, and you got more information there? Yes, that's exactly right. That's the, um, I built that to make it the fastest, easiest way to save and we are the best on the web. I can tell you that for nice. sure. So, um, yeah, we got a response, quite a response on our uh, social network. Please let our people know where to find you, social media, website, all that good stuff. Okay, we're thegrocerygame.com. And on Facebook, we're facebook.com forward slash thegrocerygame. And um, we're always posting good ways to save money and deals and all that kind of stuff. And we're also on Twitter um, forward slash thegrocerygame. Well, anyways, before we let you go, um, you brought beer for you and my brother. Hey, cheers. Have a toast. Cheers. cheers. Thank cheers. you for having me, you guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Fortune Miller is. That's Terry Gulch from thegrocerygame.com. Check her out on thegrocerygame.com. Thanks so much for coming. My we'll pleasure. Be, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge.
kick back, and listen. Equation, no-fly zone, global warming, weapons of mass destruction, apartheid, terrorist, crude oil proposition, this and that, American Idol, world champ, MTV, capitalism, imperialism, socialism, drug traffic, human traffic, 1%, the 40%, the I don't have a cent, illegal alien kids, he did, she did, etc., etc. Add a little bit of passion, a little bit of odds, equals no-fly zone, global warming, ma- weapons of mass destruction, apartheid, terrorists, crude oil, proposition, this and that, American Idol, world champ, MTV, capitalism, imperialism, socialism, drug traffic, human traffic, the 1%, the 40%, the I don't have a cent, illegal alien kids, he did, she did, etc., etc., Do you get it? Do you get it now? Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And we want to thank you all for listening to us again on TwinTalkCast.com. This is Jose and Angel on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, thanks for listening and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sorry it was a little late. Eh? We had a little accident at work. Eh? But he'll be all right. He just can't flip anybody off anymore. He busted his the tip of his finger. Anyways, listen to us next week. Eh? We got a Chicano rocker, uh, uh, Tommy Mora. He's got a quite, uh, quite a bit of success going on there can't wait to have him in he's gonna uh, play a song here live awesome and performing in Philly Scrush Chicano rock eh you know the Chicano tunes eh he rocks it I hate that term Chicano I, d- I, I dig like it. it puro Chicano I'm American huh? puro Chicano what's Chicano Mexican American, but, but he's a great he's a great performer. Check him out; he'll be here next week performing in Theo Luis's garage and whatever else. And you know, we can have Terry Gold back. Thanks for being here again today, Terry. Thank you for having me. I'll come back anytime you have. Yes, me. you're welcome. <laughs> you were really you were really fun. Thanks for the squash. Thanks for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> but even if you wouldn't have brought it, you were already fun. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, thank you. Thanks for taking the squash. <laughs> if you guys want to learn how to crack the code and save up to 50% on your grocery bill, More. go to thegrocerygame.com. Check it out. 
Right on. With Terry Galt. And then uh, you got to introduce me to your husband. Is he still flying the helicopter? He ha- uh, he has a friend with the helicopter he- that they have now. So okay. they do that, yeah. Well, I'm going to become chummies with him. Hey, let's go helicopter. You like that? Yeah. Have well, you been up? No, I haven't. Oh, I love helicopters. <laughs> I'm kind of scared, but it's on my bucket list. Anyways. Maybe he should take you. <laughs> here, here, Here's a little something in his honor. <laughs> oh, cool. Thanks for tuning in to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. This is for Mr. Gold. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Anyways, come back with us next week. Thanks for tuning in. Shoo!